Welcome to Self-Help Under the Scope. My name is Claudia Medway, an entrepreneurship student and student of life, curious in delving into the infamous world of self-help, personal development, and living your best life. Self-Help Under the Scope is your go-to for honest and critical reviews on all content and material that comes under the broad and confusing umbrella of self-help. We figure out what self-help you actually need and what's simply a fad or trend. You'll save time and money instead of trying all these yourself by hearing from us and others about what works for them and why. So if you're a go-getter like us, keep listening for what will really take you to the next level. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in again to Self Help Under the Scope with me, Claudia. I am thrilled to have everybody on here. And before we go any further, I'm just going to do an acknowledgement of country. Sovereignty was never ceded, and I'm currently coming to you live from Camaragal land. And I would like to pay my respects to all Aboriginal and Indigenous peoples, past, present and emerging. And I acknowledge that this is their land and country. And from that, We're going to be speaking about this new series that we are starting. Now, I kind of want everyone to come on a journey and to understand why we're going into spirituality. So when we look into self-help, I know that you can imagine that there's different parts of yourself that you have to target in terms of improving yourself. So there's mental, financial, physical, um, spiritual, you name it. And I'm beginning this journey with you all because there is just an amalgamation of topics to discuss. And I find that it's really important. Well, I found from my journey um, into spirituality, it's been really important to couple all of my productivity hacks and, for example, waking up early um, and being organized in my own personal way has not been merely as effective without coupling that with spirituality because you have to be in touch with your spirit, with your soul, with your psyche, whatever you want to speak about it, it has to be aligned. Now, we're going to go into what that means because I understand that not everybody perceives spirituality in the same way. And that's actually quite okay because it's how it's meant to be because we all have completely different gifts and perceptions and different unique experiences that we all come from. But if you are like me, being a 21-year-old student, spirituality may not be at the forefront of your mind and that's completely okay. But I'm going to tell you today that it really, really, really should be because Everything that goes on in your mind and in your like heart and how you feel will directly impact the success, the abundance and everything that you attract and experience to some extent. Now, today I have less structure for you. So you're just going to have to kind of buckle up and listen. And I'm really wanting to kind of call out my generation And people that are my age, because this is something that spirituality is not something you can necessarily teach in a module format or in a university class. It's a personal, very unique 
intimate journey. Now, let's just be completely honest. I'm going to get straight into like some of the stuff that spirituality is not. Spirituality is not religious, okay? Like you don't have to be religious to be spiritual. Spiritual is also not weird. It's not woo-woo. It's not voodoo. It's not like spooky meddling in, you know, funky business. You don't have to be a witch. You don't, it's not, it's actually not that. That's where we get it all wrong and we give it such a bad stigma because that's just what we've seen. But the fact is, All it is is engaging with yourself, having a really good relationship with yourself. I don't know if you know, but everybody that that is successful suggests meditation or some form of journaling or connecting with yourself in whatever medium that could be. Like, and you have to ask yourself, well, why? Well, obviously connecting with your spirit is clearly quite integral to becoming your best version of yourself. But today actually does have a very particular topic. It's not just going to be me explaining what I think spirituality is because that's up to you to decide what it is for you. And that's the beauty of spirituality is that there's no rules. There are enlightenments, but there's no wrong or right. There is just experience and learnings. And that's what I freaking and I'm obsessed with because we want to be in that growth mindset. So let's just put that out there. But today, I'm going to particularly be coming to you, perhaps with a little bit of an attack, and I'm sorry if it feels that way, but it's something that I feel I need to speak on because I see it, I've experienced it, and I watch so many people around me fall into this trap, and it's actually very, very negative. So without further ado... I'm going to give everyone a second. We're going to speak about words, how you use words, how you speak about things and how you speak about yourself and your situation. So buckle up and get ready. Now you listening right now have the opportunity to have access to a discount for my newest sponsor. I'm super excited to be partnering with because I never intended on partnering with things and people that I hadn't already personally tried, experienced and genuinely appreciated. However, I've been using mushroom extract liquid drops for aiding my energy levels and helping me to have better REM cycles in my sleep. And I happen to be partnering with them as of now, moving forward. So if you click the link in the description of this podcast little bio, you can access 10% off for your own products. Um, I would highly recommend them. Go-getters are a massive fan of these products and they um, are just so good for your longevity. And as a human being, they are so amazing. So that's my little treat to you. I hope you go and take advantage of that um, and I'll let you continue listening. So let's begin. Firstly, I'm going to start speaking on a very spiritual practice that actually originates with shamanism. And shamanism is not a religion. It is a spirituality that understands that we are quantum creators in a multidimensional universe. Essentially that we have the ability to shape and create and change our lives based on the frequencies that we want to put out and receive. 
Now, I recently read a book called Spirit Hacking by Shaman Durek. Um, he is a world-renowned author and shaman, um, and he brings so many tools for spiritual wellness um, into other people's lives. And he enlightened my entire thought process. So a lot of this is going to be inspired by those learnings. But I think the thing is, is that I want to bring this to you today because this is probably not a book that you would personally want to read. I understand that you kind of have to have an inclination towards these kind of books for you to actually engage with them. And it's different when you're being told these sorts of learnings and informations from somebody within your life. So that's why I'm here today. Because you are here and you're listening to me and I'm going to tell you something because I feel you need it and you need to be enlightened in this way. So without trying to talk negatively about people our age, I'm going to speak on the social and cultural norms of our generation, Gen Z, millennials, and what we all believe is culturally and socially acceptable. So, so many people our age just use words and disrespect themselves subconsciously or consciously in order to fit in and be a part of a group because the feeling of belonging weighs more than being conscious enough to choose the words in which we actually speak. This is extremely frustrating for somebody who understands and believes in the power of words and self-love. It's frankly backwards to sit around people my age and hear them speaking about themselves in a way that's genuinely negative and using like really strong language to talk about their weaknesses or like stuff they can't do and almost like cursing themselves and limiting themselves and placing boundaries on themselves and I'm just like looking at them and thinking to myself, how the F do you expect to grow and to achieve all of the things you want when you've literally just sat here to me today telling me all of the things that you can and can't do? Sorry, but nothing's actually impossible. Of course, there's boundaries and people genuinely do encounter things that are like not accessible to them. I understand that. But You have an option to use your words. You are directly in control of them. And it's like that constant need to belong and fit in almost forces people our age to project their insecurity so far that you speak about yourself in a way that completely waters you down. And it's not just when you're in social situations. It's not just when you're sitting across from your friend. It's also the language that you have in your mind that plays in your mind throughout the day by yourself when you're doing something when you're doing something new when you're working it makes me think if this is how you're prepared to vocalize and speak on what you do how the hell do you speak to yourself on your own like you can't be trusted (laughs) to create a successful abundant life for yourself if this is the wording that you want to describe yourself with. It actually baffles me. So I've got a fascinating quote and I really want this to sink so far deep into your brain. It's not funny. So social deprecation ranks high 
a social currency. Culturally speaking, social currency, the highest rank, is to speak about yourself negatively. And if you have any idea about how spirituality works, every time you open your mouth to say something negative about yourself, you are limiting yourself and bringing yourself down. And you know you don't want that for yourself. But then the hypocrisy of this is you still won't stop yourself from using words that are actually harmful. Hmm. Interesting. So the amount of times I've seen people initiate conversation and start conversation with people by bringing themselves down, it's, an, it's insane. Like going up to someone and being like, oh, I'm such a mess. Like, oh my God, I'm, I'm living the broke life. Like, also I'm taking that out of the universe because I'm abundant. Yeah, because I don't want those words coming to me. Culturally, it's not cool to love yourself because our peers will think we're stuck up and not doing what the herd is doing. But this is what I'm coming to teach you today. If you are intimidated by somebody who loves themselves, you are insecure. You have work to do. If you feel like it's a competition and you need to jockey for one position, the top position of being the best person here on earth, you have failed, my dear. And that's not what life is about. You need to understand that somebody that loves themselves is got nothing to do with you. Self-love isn't separation. It's not conceit. If somebody is trying to better their word and their rhetoric around themselves and the reality they want to create for themselves, that is not conceit. That is not them being an egomaniac. What you are talking about right there is dualistic distortion. Dualistic meaning two, like two ways, and distortion. You are distorting two things. That is not it. To me, that shows that you don't love yourself enough that you cannot be happy and love somebody else for choosing to be positive and deliberate and high vibrational with how they speak on themselves. Because words are the most powerful thing that we have. They are the most powerful tool that we have. So I'm just going to challenge you right here, right now. The dualistic distortion mindset that you are in when you perceive self-love as selfish or conceitful or about separation or about a competition, you are getting it wrong. And I want you to come and enlighten yourself and think about how you can change that. I want you to know that when you use words that are against your better nature, you are almost defaming your own character. Now, there are literally lawsuits for defamation of characters for people. Lawsuits. This is what lawsuits that can be literally based upon. So why the hell would you do that to yourself? Because you're just defaming your own character when your character has so much potential. Like, <laughs> it, just, it just makes me so frustrated, but I'm not going to put that energy out there. Don't curse yourself. By naming, for example, the possibility of something bad happening. This is what I see all the time. The selection of words. Now, if you're hearing me ramble on about, oh, don't use the wrong words. Let me just tell you what it's like, what what we don't want, what you and I don't want. It's being like, 
yeah, um, I've got to work really hard because I don't want this to fail. That's a normal sentence. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But I want you to be really crystal clear on something. Do not curse yourself by naming the possibility of something bad happening. Speak no sabotage. Often our own self-abuse is actually played out by self-sabotage. By giving something the energy of something negative, ultimately you are just empowering that negative energy. So you've got to start flipping, flipping the words. Like being grateful, using gratitude, using the high vibrations of excitement and passion to invoke how you speak on yourself. Like, for example, I am so grateful that I have the opportunity to be a part of a podcast that is going to be so successful. It's never been, oh, I've got to work really hard and a podcast is really difficult to create. It's never been that. For me, it's never been that. I'm not coming to you from a place of fear because I don't want to. Because I know the detriment that comes from speaking in fear and from a lack mindset. Life and society wants you to be in lack. Society wants you to think life is hard and that you have to do jump through all of these loopholes to get what you want. Sorry, I'm not subscribing to that. Like life is your birthright. And if that is my birthright, then I deserve success. Right? I have to I have to put in the work for that because I but I need to be in alignment with the kinds of things that I want. So if I'm going to be in alignment, I'm going to particularly use words that get me there. Right? Why would I work against myself? When all it takes is a couple of seconds to just think about the sentence I'm going to form before I say it. You hear me? So this is what I want you to think about. You are either a tap or a drain. You're either creating or destroying. Use words that create, not destroy. You are more than just a two-legged mammal. Your words are powerful, powerful tools for creation. And every single time we, we do something, we're either creating or destroying. Your words are instructions for how you want your life to be shaped. And if you take this seriously, you might just change it how you speak. Think about your words as instructing somebody to go and get it for you. Like you're sitting, pretend that we're at the word cafe and the waitress comes over and asks for your order. And you tell them the particular words like, I'm going to order magnetism for money. I'm going to order an abundance lifestyle. I'm going to order a growth mindset. You're literally telling that waitress to go and bring it back. Think about it like that. Like, and, and see, the thing is, is that you're, like, you're, you're just one second away from instead of choosing a bad word, from choosing a positive word. Like, it's not actually a hard thing to flip. You just have to start doing it, really. That's all you have to do. So here's my suggestion. Affirmation and speaking things into his existence the way to actually do it through my experience the way that I do it the way that I've been taught to do it because I've had 
um, spiritual mentors before. Um, and they were eye-opening. Um, the way to do it is to speak into existence if things are already here, as if things are already here in a grateful way. So if I'm manifesting a grad role for next year, a job for next year, all I'm doing is going, I'm so grateful to receive the role as blah, 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 blah in 2022 of February. It's just such a delight that I have received that it's excellent. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to think. Training yourself to do this more and writing it down is way more powerful as well. So I want you to write down all of your wants and wishes into those words as well. But I'm also talking about words in a conversational context as well. So think about words as energetic frequencies that unlocks its own set of codes. And when we use them, we affirm them and it programs our minds. Which is the positive about selecting that really amazing rhetoric for ourselves. So every time you loop something through your consciousness, it just becomes a little bit more ingrained. Have you ever seen quotes about how self-love isn't chocolates and bubble baths all the time? Well, it isn't. It's actually about kind of being honest and it can be quite confrontational. And the reason why it's so confrontational is because over the years of your lack of consciousness, you've decided to build and build all of your beliefs so densely in stuff that works against you. So this is why when you, every single time you've selected wording. So how long have you been calling yourself a hot mess? How long have you been calling yourself broke? If you could pile all of those words on top of each other, how tall would they, how tall would that mountain of words be? So think about if you continue that mountain, what are you actually going to be attracting into your life? But if you start to counteract that mountain of wording, you can start decreasing the ingrained wording and consciousness that you have. And that's why self-love can be hard at times because you're dealing with a buildup of beliefs. Well, all you have to do is start counteracting that and build a mountain of positivity for you. And then that's what you're going to attract because you are like an antenna, like a radio. And frequencies will come to you based off what you're putting out, what you're looking for. It will come to you. I can't explain necessarily why and how. But I just want you to know that that's kind of fact. Like for me, I don't ever consider it not fact. I won't ever. And curses, like they are real. You can create curses for yourself. And those curses are complaining. Those curses are worrying. Those curses are limiting yourself and and creating limiting beliefs. They're literal modern day curses. So... Just be careful. Be emotionally intelligent enough as a human being to care about your spirit. I'm not asking anybody to be spiritual. I'm not asking anyone to be religious or start having a crystal collection. It's really not about that. It's actually just being emotionally intelligent enough as a conscious, deliberate human being 
to think about this possibility of frequencies and energy. Think about that possibility of your word choice. Even if you don't believe all of the other things that encompass spirituality, that's fine. All you need to know is that your success will be directly attributed to the mindset that you have. And you cannot disclude your spiritual side from that equation because that will directly impact it. So you can either bring in your spiritual side into the equation in the best, wholesome, most well-rounded way, or you can keep it in the equation as something that's undernourished and taken for granted. It's really up to you, but it will directly affect your your input and, and your output of your life. It's just going to be in ways that you don't necessarily know until you start changing and altering the words that you speak. So, hot tip. The way that you speak about money. Why do you put limiting beliefs on yourself? Like, oh, I'm broke or um, oh, I can't afford that. That's a limiting belief. You can afford that. Money does want to come to you. Money serves you. Stop with this language or like, oh, I'm not good at that. No, it's, I could be good at that. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try. Change, changing this, change, look into how you can change your words. It's not lying to yourself and living in a fantasy illusion. It's literally just being more deliberate and being clever with your wording. It's actually not that hard. So now I don't talk about if, if like I'm short on cash, it's not me being like making statements about that state that I'm in. It's just being like money is coming to me and I'm going to trust that it's coming. And I believe that it will come. I'm not going to waste my time using wording that perpetuates a state of lack. What a time. Thanks and for I being here. You. So enough from me. So this I week, hear from you. you're going to call yourself out. Every time you to be a listener than a speaker. So that let's continue the, the conversation. Lack mindset Head over to self-help under the scope Instagram. Don't worry, I'm a lot. Order Connect, those words. Share, send me a DM Tell with your questions. No, I'm going to take oh, that back out. And you're ever thought of something you want us to critique? Let us know. Or trust get controversial. Until next time, live your best life. Something like that. Or something grateful. Switch it this week. Because you need to do this for yourself and for other people. And we need to start changing the conversations that we have. If you want to have better people around you, it's got to start with you. And that's it. God bless. I'm going to leave you all there. <laughs> Make sure you share this with friends because I think this is going to be the biggest call out. And I want it to be challenging. But I know you can do it because you are here you have shown me that you are putting out the energy to receive more and you will get more. Mark my words because I use them wisely. <laughs>